Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Chapter 1 The Boy Who Lived Mr. and Mrs. Dorsley of Number 4 Private Drive were proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. They were the last people you would expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious because they just didn't hold with such nonsense. Mr. Dorsley was the director of a firm called Gronings, which made drills. He was big. Beefy man with hardly any neck, although he did have a very large mustache. Mrs. Dorsley was thin and blonde and had nearly twice the usual amount of neck, which came in very useful as she spent so much of her time craning over garden fences, spinning on the neighbors. The Dorsley had a small son called Dudley, and in their opinion there was no finger boy anywhere. The Dorsley had everything they wanted, but they also had a secret, and their greatest fear was that somebody would discover it. <gasps> they didn't think they they didn't think they could be Beard, if anyone found it about the Potters. Mrs. Potters was Mrs. Dorsley's sister, but they hadn't met for several years. In fact, Mrs. Dorsley pretended she didn't have a sister because her sister and her good for nothing husband were as undersley as it was possible to be. The Dorsley shouldn't think what the neighbors would say if the porters arrived in the street. The Dorsley was knew that the porters had a small son too, but they had never ever seen him. This boy was another good reason for keeping the porters away. They didn't want Dudley meeting with a child like that. When Mr. and Mrs. Dorsley woke up on the door, great Tuesday, our story starts. There was nothing about the cloudy sky outside to suggest that the strange and whom as he picked out his most boring tie for work. And Mrs. Mrs. Dorsley gushed away happily as she grasped uh, screaming Dudley into his high chair. None of them noticed a large, tiny owl. past the window. At half past eight, 
Mrs. Dorsley picked up his briefcase, pegged Mr. Dorsley on the check, and tried to kiss Dudley goodbye, but missed. Because Dudley was now having a tantrum and throwing his reveral at the walls. Little Tyke choked Mr. Dorsley as he left the house. He got into the, his car and back out of number four's drive. He was on the corner on the street that day that he noticed the first sign of something peculiar. A cat reading a map. For a second, Mr. Mr. Dorsley didn't realize what he had seen, and he jerked his head around to look again. There was a tabby cat standing on the corner of Private Drive, but there wasn't a map in sight. What could he have been thinking of? It must have been a trick of the light. Mr. Storsley blinked and start a the cat. It started back. As Mr. Storsley drove around the corner and up the road, he watched the cat in his mirror. He was now reading the side that said private drive. No, looking at the side. Cats couldn't read maps or signs. Mr. Dorsley gave him a little shake and put the cat out of his mind. As he drove toward the town, he thought of nothing. It says a large odor of trees he was hoping to get that day. Today we are talking about the first chapter of this books of Harry Potter. Readers, if you want to continue learning, you can have the complete book here and keep learning. I hope you enjoy this reading. Wish you the best. Good luck. Chapter 1 Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone The Boy Who Lived Mr. and Mrs. Dorsley of Number 4 Private Drive were proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. They were the last people you would expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious because they just didn't hold with such nonsense. Mr. Dorsley was the director of a film called Grannings, which made reels. He was a big, beefy man with hardly any neck, although he did have a very large mustache. Mrs. Dorsley 
Cosetine and Blanan had nearly twice the usual amount of neck, which came in very useful as she spent so much of her time craning over garden fences, spinning on the neighbors. The Darsleys had a small song called Dudley, and in their opinion, there was no thinner boy anywhere. The Darsleys had everything they wanted, but they also had a secret, and their greatest fear was that somebody would discover it. They didn't think they could beat it if anyone found it found out about the Potters. Mrs. Potters was Mrs. Darsley's sister, but they hadn't met for several years. In fact, Mrs. Darsley pretended she didn't have a sister because her sister and her good for nothing husband were as undersly as it was possible to be. The Darsleys tutor to think what the neighbors would say if the porters arrived in the street. The Darsleys knew that the porters had a small son too, but they had never even seen him. This boy was another good reason for keeping the porters away. They didn't want Dudley missing with a child like that. When Mr. and Mrs. Dorsley woke up on the door, great Thursday, our story starts. There was nothing about the cloudy sky outside to suggest to that strange and mysterious things would soon be happening all over the country. Mr. Dorsley, as he picked up his most boring tie for work, and Mrs. Darsley gushed away happily as she was cursed screaming Dudley into his high chair. None of them noticed a large, tiny, old floater past the window. At half past eight, Mr. Darsley picked up uh, his briefcase, pegged Mrs. Dorsley on the check and tried to kiss Dudley goodbye but miss because Dudley was not having a tantrum and throwing his several at the walls. <coughs> Little Tyke charcoal Mr. Dorsley as he left the house. He got into his car and back out of number four strife. He was on the corner of the street and he noticed the first sign of something peculiar. A cat reading. A cat reading? For a second, Mr. Dorsley didn't realize what he had seen. Then he jerked his head around to look again. There was a tabby cap standing on the corner of private drive, but there wasn't a map inside. What could he have been thinking of? It must have been a trick of the light. Mr. Dorsley 
Link and stirred a decade. It stared back as Mr. Dawes literally around the corner and up the road. He watched the cat in his mirror. He was no he was now reading the side that said private drive. No, looking at the side. Cats couldn't create maps or signs. Mr. Dorsley gave himself a little shake and put the cat out of his mind. As he drove toward town, he thought of nothing except a large order of drills he was hoping to get that day. But on the edge of the town, drills were driven out of his mind by something else. As he sat in the usual morning traffic jam, he couldn't help noticing that there seemed to be a lot of strangely dressed people about. People in clothes. Mr. Darsley couldn't bear people who dress in funny clothes. The get-ups you saw on young people. He supposed this was some stupid new fashion. And drew his fingers on the stirring gills and his eyes fell on a whirl of these weirdos standing quite close by. They were whispering excitedly together. Mr. Dorsley was enraged to see that a couple of them weren't young at all. Why? That man had to be older than he was and wearing an emerald green cloak. The never of him. But then it struck Mr. Dorsley that this was probably something slightly stunned. These people were obviously collecting for something. Yes, that could be. The traffic moved on, and a few minutes later, Mr. Dorsley arrived in the Grannies' parking lot, his mind back on drills. We are over this reading. We are at the end. If you want to keep learning, if you want to keep practicing vocabulary, grammar, and reading, this book chapter or full book of Harry Potter's at, and the Sorcerer's Stone, you will be <clears throat> finding this here and reading the slides. Thanks for listening, readers.